Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Phillies Today. Look, I I know, it's January 4th. I think I heard TK and Rob Ellis talk about this on the afternoon show yesterday. I haven't talked to you guys in literally like a week. So, happy new year. Okay, like this is like, I think the discussion they had on the afternoon show was that how late can you do the the whole happy new year thing? You can go, look, you can go like the fifth, in my opinion. You can go like the fifth, maybe the sixth, seventh, but after that, nothing. I think they were saying January 10th. I wouldn't even go that far. Once you get past like the fifth or the sixth, it's like, all right, we're not doing the whole happy new year thing anymore. A w- like a week tops after new year's after January 1st. So I'm saying happy new year to you guys now. And that's it. Cause I also actually almost kind of felt we were doing it there, but we did it. So happy new year fighting Phil's fans and happy new year's to the Phil's as they try to win a world series in 2024 so we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff on the on the table today actually got a got a good amount of things here we're gonna we're gonna get right into this chris sale to the braves what does that mean for the phils what does that mean for the national league east what does it mean for the braves um but obviously in particular to the phils get a little offseason update here how much did the phillies offer yoshinibu yamamoto we'll get to that little hall of fame voting update as far as ex phillies go and then a little what to expect from a player in 2024. We continue that series uh, as we continue in about a month, a month and a half, more or less, pitchers and catchers report. So a lot on the table today on today's show. I am excited. I hope you are too. So let's first talk about the news of Chris Sale to the Atlanta Braves. No, he is not the Chris Sale from 2015, 2016 with the with the White Sox, and then 17 and 18 with the Red Sox in his years where he was a little bit healthier and still looking like the Chris Sale of old. But that was a long time ago. It is 2024. It has been a long time since Chris Sale has really been healthy and has really been Chris Sale. So the Braves get Chris Sale. They send Vaughn Grissom to the Boston Red Sox. And I believe the Red Sox are still going to pay some of sales salary. I guess that's how it's going to work. But the question I have for you guys, should you be worried? Should Phil's fans be worried? And should the Phillies be worried? Because if, look, if I'm you, if I'm you right now, because I am, I'd be rejoicing. Chris Sale hasn't been healthy in 
like seven years now. He hasn't been healthy since, like I just mentioned, 2018 with the Red Sox. Maybe really like 17, I think. Like this guy hasn't been healthy in forever. And, you know, I I, I, I get a good text from, you know, one of my one of my friends right after the trade happened. And he says, and by the way, it's, Ju- it's Justin Durazio, one of our, you know, our intern here at WFB. I don't want to have him remain nameless he's too important to not to to not name Justin Justin texts me and says oh, of course he's going to be healthy now and blah, blah. like is he like because it's the Braves like I don't know man the Braves have lost two years in a row in the NLDS like I, I don't I don't necessarily I, I, I don't know I, I feel like the Braves mojo like isn't there right now like the the when they won the World Series a couple of years ago it was different and it's like ah the Braves are winning the division every year blah 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 and they might win the division again this year but still like, I don't know, man. Sale hasn't been healthy forever. Is Sale's automatically just going to flip the switch and not be healthy, or like, and or or be healthy and and revert to the old Chris Sale? I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen, man. I think Phillies fans right now should be happy that the Braves made this cr- trade because also Vaughn Grissom. It was supposed to, supposed to be a pretty big prospect and. I don't know. He had a great year in the minors last year. I guess I don't know what they did or didn't see in, in Vaughn Grissom to have him. Uh, it sounds like they didn't really want him at at shortstop. So, I mean, they had him playing some some left field. And uh, I don't know. Like, is Orlando Arcia the guy there? I guess he's not getting paid all that much. So, I don't know. But, like, uh, weird. Weird for the Braves to do. Weird thing for the Braves to do. Um but I think the Phillies should be rejoicing because Vaughn Grissom is somebody that, you know, the Braves can usually, like, call up like they have with, like, Albies and Acuna and Austin Riley and Max Freed, all these, like, young players that have come up and been really good for them. Um, it's one less you got to worry about with Vaughn Grissom. That's that's one less person, well, one less uh, young, young guy that could... T- potentially blossom into a superstar that you have to worry about. So like that's uh, the Phillies fans should be, we should be happy. We should be very happy. Sales supposed to be there. I guess the number four, according to fan graphs, he's supposed to be there for the rotation. I think that that rotation, I, I don't know, man. Like, look, obviously Strider is, is incredible. Like Spencer Strider is incredible. And I still think Max Freed is a really good pitcher. His, postseason numbers have been weird have been shaky Charlie Morton's 40 years old now and now sales going to be your four and then Bryce Elder's supposed to be your five yeah he made the all-star last team but at the end of the day like Bryce sale or Bryce sale Bryce Elder was not good in the second half last year he was horrible and I'm mistaken you know correct me if I'm wrong I'm pretty sure he didn't have the best start against the Phils in that divisional series so now you add sale to this rotation I don't think the Braves rotation's all that all that great. Like there's potential that you could just have look, I mean, who knows? Morton might stay and be the the same at 40 years old. I don't know. He's been better in the latter half of his career. So I'm not sure, but I don't know. Freed, Strider, and like the the rest there's question marks there. The rest there is question marks. So Braves rotation could be shaky now. That's all I'm saying. And then you get to the playoffs. And, like, I don't know, you figured maybe the Braves would go after, like, a Snell or a Montgomery. I mean, they still could. They still really could. They still could go after Snell and Montgomery. You know, they haven't made, like, 
any like big offseason moves here. Maybe they go after a Blake Sell or a Jordan Montgomery, and maybe their rotation looks better for like for the playoffs. But right now, like the Phillies would have no problem. I feel like the Phillies would have no problem against the Braves. I'm not saying they they would sweep them, but uh, I would take the Phillies in an NLDS matchup right now, or just a playoff matchup against the Braves right now. Considering like Freed hasn't been great in the playoffs and Strider's been you know Strider's better this year, but like besides that, like that's there's a lot of a lot of question marks and Chris Sale can't stay healthy, blah blah blah. Like Bryce Elder wasn't great in the playoffs last year. I don't know. Again, Phillies fans should be happy. I think you should be happy about the Chris Sale deal. I I, I am happier as a Phillies fans. I'm happier, but I'm also like scratching my head at the Braves. Like, is this what they're gonna do in the offseason? They got something up their sleeve. Maybe they have something up their sleeve. Maybe maybe they're just toying with Phillies fans and other baseball fans and Braves fans all alike. But let me know your thoughts. Chris Sale to the Braves. Are you worried? Are you concerned? What do you think about Chris Sale and his potential with the Braves? Can he come back? Can he make a comeback and be the Chris Sale of seven years ago? Six, seven years ago. 2018 was like the last time it was good. But he had 25 starts then. Still, still had injury issues. So... Hey, even his last good year, dealt with injury issues. Can't can't stay healthy. Off-season updates. Only really got one for you to a certain extent. So it has come out that the Phillies offered $300 plus million to Yoshinibu Yamamoto. That is no small thing. So it's not like the Phillies offered the guy what, 2 to 250 and it was just like, ah, whatever. You know, it was not even anything to laughable, right? No, they offered him $300 plus million, which is what he was looking for. So the Phillies were serious. The Phillies were serious about Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Do you think they should be serious about getting a Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery? I want to know from you guys out there. At Rojas underscore media underscore. What do you think? Should... Should the Phillies be in on a Snell or Montgomery now? Even though it still seems like they're going to run it back. Even from, still from what I'm reading, I think Jeff Passan said in an article recently that maybe the Phillies, maybe you can't count them out of a Snell or Montgomery thing. And you can't. Maybe necessarily you can't. But it just seems like just seems like they're still going to just run it back. But let me know. I want to know your thoughts there. That you know, $300 million to Yamamoto. No no joke there. $300 million to the Japanese phenom who is now an L.A. Dodger. So I want to know your thoughts. Or Do you, do you respect the Phillies for offering that much money? Or did, did you want to even go higher than the Dodgers? Because I think the Dodgers and Mets both offered them 330 Or no, what did Yamamoto get with the Dodgers? I think 330 right? Yeah, 330 I think. Maybe it was 350 Anyway, either way. Phillies offered $300 million plus to Yamamoto. So, thought that was impressive, and I I, I kind of respect Dombrowski, Middleton, Fold. I, I respect them to a certain extent. So, uh, interesting to hear uh, that the Phillies offered Yamamoto that much money. That was interesting. So, that's your offseason update. Not really anything else to update you guys on right now. Nothing big. Um, Lucas Giolito to the Red Sox. That's uh, pretty much it. Um Padres got a Korean closer. I think it was Korean closer. Um, or it could have been Japanese. I forget. Um, Hall of Fame voting update. Hall of Fame voting. 
So this isn't like necessarily like the exact. Uh, what am I looking for? Ryan Thibodeau on Twitter, who is like a Hall of Fame tracker guy. He gets, he gets, you know, certain pub. Uh, ba- he he tracks the ballots that become public, or the voters that choose to have their ballots go public for the uh, before the voting actually comes out in the next couple of weeks. And from the ballots that we have that are public, we can update y'all what it looks like roughly for ex-Phillies players right now on the Hall of Fame ballot. So as of about 20 minutes ago, right now, Bobby Abreu, 19.3%. Jimmy Rollins, 13.8%. Billy Wagner, 80.7%. That is past the threshold. And Chase Utley, 45%. So, so far, takeaways from the, this update uh, from this morning. Bobby Abreu, 19.3. I, I feel like he's just, uh, I don't know. I, I don't even know what year this is on the ballot for him. I think this is like his fifth, sixth year, somewhere around that. I don't know if it's boding well for him so far. Again, I still think he's a borderline guy. Um, but Bobby Abreu, 19.3%. Jimmy Rollins, 13.8%. Moving along slowly, very slowly, but surely. You guys know my opinion on J-Roll. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but there you are, J-Roll, 13.8%. Wagner, 80.7%. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to get in. He's a 75. I think, I feel like Bonds and Clemens were past the threshold, uh, according to the ballot tracker last year. Then uh, the voting came out and they didn't make it. So, I think right now for Wagner, it's tough, man. 80.7%, but Wagner just gets in for me. But we'll see, 80.7. And the last one, I mean, the biggest takeaway was Chase Utley, 45%. I mean, that's pretty good for the first year on the ballot. That bodes well for Chase, my gosh. Um, I mean, by the 10th year, if, uh, if, it, if it starts off he's at 45% on his first year, I, I definitely think he's going to be at Cooperstown. That would be awesome to see Chase Utley get in the Hall of Fame. Truly, truly would. So Chase, the biggest takeaway there is Chase Utley at 45%. Probably the second biggest takeaway is Wagner at 80.7. Uh, former Phil potentially getting in the Hall of Fame there, albeit it was just a couple of years. And yeah, but there you go. Uh, again, 19.3% for Abreu, 13.8% for J-Roll, 80.7% for Wagner, and 45% for Chase Utley. Okay, what to expect from a player in 2024? Sir Anthony Dominguez. Sir Anthony Dominguez. He is somebody that was, you know, 2018, dating back to when the last time Chris Sale was good. (laughs) Sir Anthony Dominguez was expected to be the Phillies' next closer, right? I think in 2018, he comes out. That was his first year, his rookie season. I don't remember. I don't think he was necessarily the closer. I think it was still Neris at the time. I could be wrong. But Sir Anthony came out and had uh, a good season to to begin. And it was like, oh, my God, Sir Anthony's starting 100. His nasty slider, all that stuff, right? The stuff is there. It's like, oh, this guy's going to be the future closer. He's going to be the future guy. Had 295 ERA in 53 games, um, 285 FIP. And he was phenomenal. Was phenomenal. Had a, you know, 11.5 K per nine, which is actually the highest for his career to date. 
uh, is what it looks like. And fast forward to 2023, you know, he's had trouble, trouble staying healthy. I think he had Tommy John um, in 2019, 2020, somewhere around that. 2022 had a good year. That That's what we expected from Sir Anthony, right? To 2022 um, had great numbers and was a key piece for the Phillies bullpen and them getting to the World Series. 2023, up and down. Had some injuries and was never able to really put it together. He had a solid year overall. If they were overall looking at the like looking at his numbers in the overall year, had a solid year. We would like to see Sir Anthony be more of what he was in 2022. That's like that's the first thing I think about with Sir Anthony Dominguez is 2022. He had an ERA three on the dot. Um, he was. I think a little more consistent that year. And in the playoffs, he was nails. He was nails in the playoffs. And he was, and more importantly, in the playoffs and at certain times of the regular season, he you could trust him in high leverage situations. Like that was that was important as uh you know, as a fan to trust him being a guy in high leverage situations because it was really only him and Alvarado and maybe um uh, I can't even think of one other guy that was really that you could trust in high leverage situations. It was like it was really key. Him and Alvarado were so key for them in high leverage situations in 2022. And in 2023, you couldn't trust Sir Anthony as much in those situations for whatever reason. I mean, like relievers are are weird. We all know that relievers are weird from year to year. You 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 don't know how much you can really trust them on a year to year basis. Even Jeff Hoffman this past year, Jeff Hoffman was great, but uh, we don't know. Maybe Jeff Hoffman could come back next year and not be all that great. So Sir Anthony, it's always weird gauging. I'm, I'm not going to try to say this too much. Every reliever uh, that we do for the series, because duh, they're hard to gauge from year to year, but for what to expect from 2020 in 2024 with Sir Anthony Dominguez, Number one for me, and I've already mentioned this. You need to feel more comfortable with Sir Anthony in high leverage spots. I want to feel, I want to watch a baseball game and see Sir Anthony come in in the seventh, eighth, ninth inning with a one, two to three run lead and feel comfortable and feel that more often than not, because they can never be perfect, more often than not that Sir Anthony Dominguez is going to get the job done and he's going to preserve uh, a lead or he's going to hold you know, the Phillies, even if they're losing by a run, that he can hold and give the Phillies a chance, you know, to win in that situation. So we need to feel more comfy with Sir Anthony Dominguez in high leverage spots. First thing. Second thing, and this is going to, you know, kind of goes hand in hand, consistency and health. Consistency and health is extremely important for Sir Anthony Dominguez here because, the, the, you know, throughout his career so far, health and consistency have been an issue. One thing you saw in 2022, he was healthier and he was more consistent. And that's what led to success for him. And it led to success for the Philadelphia Phillies overall. They got to the World Series. No, it wasn't all because of him, but he was a key piece in that bullpen. And yes, he was a piece for them to get back or get to the World Series. So, and they're going to need this year because... Craig Campbell wasn't it. Craig Campbell wasn't it. And if they trusted Sir Anthony more, they would have put him more in more versus like, over Kimbrell. But who knows? But they're going to need him more this year because they're not going to have Kimbrell, and um, 
it's going to be Sir Anthony, Alvarado, Hoffman, Gregory Soto. Hopefully he can be better this year. So 2024 projections according to baseball reference. It looks like they have projected at like a 393 ERA in 55 innings. Uh, I mean, no, I don't want those numbers. I want it more closer to what he was in 2022, which was a 3 ERA, 133 ERA plus. K per nine, closer to what I talked about in his rookie season. It was 10.8 last year. I want that Sir Anthony Dominguez, and I want the Sir Anthony that's going to be better in the playoffs, and it's going to be I can trust him more in the regular season in general. That's the type of Sir Anthony Dominguez that I want. So closer to the 2022 Sir Anthony Dominguez. That is what I'd like to expect from Sir Anthony in 2024. This day in Philly's history, by the way, let me let let me know what you think about Sir Anthony. What do you expect from uh, 2024 at Rojas underscore media underscore on Twitter? Let me know your thoughts. This day in Philly's history to close out the show here. Happened on this day in 1910, always brought to you by BroadandPatterson.com. It's where we get the info from. 1910, unable to reach a settlement on the two years left on his contract. Phillies president Horace Fogel summarily releases manager Bill Murray and signs catcher Red Dewan to the position. Dewan's contract calls for a $1,000 bonus for every place the team finishes above fifth. In 1916, after the Phillies tried to reduce the number of spring games with his athletics, Connie Mack instead calls off the whole preseason exhibition series, which was to have begun in St. Petersburg on March 23rd. Phillies transactions on this day. 1915, it traded Hans Lobert uh, to the New York Giants for Al Damari, Milt Stock, and Burt Adams. In 77, it received Quincy Hill from Los Angeles to complete the December 20th, 1976 trade for Johnny Oates. In 2021, Phil signed Christian Bethencourt, Ronald Torres. Love Ronald Torres. I wonder what he's up to. Neftali Feliz and Michael Yanoa for minor league contracts. Um, born on this date, 1906, Blondie Ryan. Great name there. I like that. 1911, another one, Izzy Leon. like that name too. 1947, Ken Reynolds. And 1991, Daniel Stump. So there you go. This day in Philly's history on January 4th. So nothing like crazy always, I feel like, in the offseason as far as this day in Philly's history goes, unless it's like a Trey Turner deal or Bryce Harper or something like that, uh, which we'll, we'll get to, you know, in the next couple of months. So Phillies today, Francisco Rojas, uh, let me know what you think of Chris Sale to the Braves. Should the Phillies fans be worried? Should the Phillies be worried? At the rest of the NL East, should we be worried? Hall of Fame voting update, let me know where you, where you are on uh, some of those updates there. And what do you expect from Sir Anthony Dominguez? Let me know all your, all your thoughts on Twitter at Rojas underscore media underscore Francisco Rojas. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend? 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.